0: If you have a teen or a preteen and you're finding it difficult to talk to them about money, this episode is for you as we have Eva Baker today to share with us some fabulous tips. Welcome to the Her Money Matters podcast, the preferred podcast by many women across the globe to help you take control of your finances. Join me, Jen Hemphill, a motivational money coach and your host each week as I share with you practical, simple money insights and real life stories by women like you. Let's do it. Welcome back. I am excited to start a new season of the Her Money Matters podcast. We had a couple weeks off. Quote unquote, uh, as they weren't really off, but we weren't producing new episodes. So I'm excited to start a fresh new season. I'm excited to have you here. If you are listening for the first time, I appreciate you being here as you have so many podcasts to listen to or so many podcasts to choose from. Now, Our kids uh, look to us for guidance, but I think we can agree we can learn a lot from them too. This is why I wanted to bring in today's guest. Although she's not a kid or a teen anymore, she's a young adult and we can learn a lot from her. In today's episode, we're going to learn how a simple audiobook from the local la- library turned an unexpected page for her. We're also going to learn the two problems that hold parents back from helping their teens. And we're going to hear her top three tips for parents so you can help your teen on their money journey. So let me share a, lead, a little bit about Eva Baker. Eva Baker started Teens Got Sense four years ago as a high school project. Her site is all about personal finance for teens, and she talks about things like shopping smart, how to get a great part-time job, how to go to college debt-free, and fun do-it-yourself projects that save money. She is also the founder of the Teampreneur Conference that took place uh, several months ago, and the conference is held annually. So if that's something that interests you, just make sure that you look up her site. Uh, so the conference is held annually for teens who wants to start their own business and who already have a business and want to pursue it more seriously. So let's go ahead and... And meet Eva. Welcome, Eva Baker, to the Her Money Matters podcast. I'm excited to chat with you today.
1: Uh, thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, it's a pleasure. Because here's the thing: I have a teen. <laughs> I have a my oldest is a teenage um, boy, and. Even though I'm in the realm of personal finance, I know I can learn a lot from you and hopefully (laughs) teach him some things along the way. So I'm definitely excited to chat with you. But first, I wanted to get to know you and how you grew up around money. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, first
1: off, I started my personal finance website, Teens Got Sense, when I was 16 years old. And I started it because I was homeschooled all the way through high school. And so it was my older brother. Um, And so my mom required us to complete some kind of meaningful project before we graduated, some kind of school project. And so when I was 15, my mom came to me and was like, Eva, it's time for you to start thinking about what you want your project to be. And I really had no clue what I wanted to do. I thought I might want to do a website of, of some sort, but I wasn't really sure. And around this time, my parents were going through a divorce and my mom was just trying to get back on her feet financially after everything that had happened. And she wanted to read The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. But, of course, she's in this new frugal mindset. So she doesn't want to spend the money to buy the book. So she goes to the library to borrow it instead. Love
0: it. Love it.
1: (laughs) But unfortunately for 15-year-old me, when she got there, they didn't have the book. They only had it on audio CD. And so I was stuck listening to it with her in the car, (laughs) which I was not – like I was not thrilled about at all, can I just say. Um, it wasn't it wasn't great because I was just like, why can't we listen to Taylor Swift? Why, why, we, why do I have to listen to this old dude talk about money? And then, surprisingly enough, as I was listening to him and, and listening to Dave talk about um, these baby steps that you can take to get yourself out of debt and start saving for your retirement, I was actually really interested in what he was saying. And it was kind of the first time that I had ever realized that debt was a that was a thing that adults had, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of credit card debt or student loan debt or anything like that they're saddled with and burdened with and have to pay off for the rest of their lives. I, it just never really hit me before. And I was really blessed growing up. My mom and dad were very hands-on in educating my brother and I about personal finance. I've been doing the envelope system since I was five, They were very good to teach us that system and learn just the basics of budgeting. When I turned 14, that's when i got my first bank account and debit card. They were able to increase my allowance and I became responsible for purchasing all of my own clothes. Um, And just, just different things like that. They were just very open and honest with my brother and I about what was going on. And if there was mistakes made, they would, you know, we would talk it over and stuff like that. And they were just, really really purposeful to include us in the family finances but then as i'm sitting and listening to dave talk about this and all of this debt that people have and i'm realizing that that's not the norm for most people most people grow up in families where they never talk about money at all and then they get dropped off at college and have no basic understanding of how to budget for groceries right um and so i i was kind of just realizing all of this. So I got online. And of course, I found so many great resources out there for adults on how they can learn how to budget, save for retirement, get out of debt, all of those kinds of things. But there really wasn't anything out there in the way of education for teens to help us not get there in the first place. Because I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, I don't ever want to have to read this book and follow these steps. Then that's when i Got the idea for Teens Scott Sense and got the idea for what I wanted my high school project to be. Um, and really my goal with this with this blog is just to, as I was learning as, and growing up and having experiences with money, sharing those things and sharing what I learned in hopes that my peers could have just that just that basic understanding of how to deal with money and why it's important to learn those things now before we go get dropped off in the real world. And why now is the time to be learning and making those mistakes when you're at home and, you know, you don't really have a ton of expenses. There's not a lot on the line and you can kind of fail and make mistakes in a safe environment. And so I started Teens Got Sense in 2013. Again, it was just a school project, just something I thought I was going to do for two years until I graduated. But I've been given a lot of
0: opportunities. It's grown a lot and now it's my full-time job and I absolutely love it. So awesome. So awesome. So this was 2013. So this is basically about four years in the making. So, oh, so awesome. And a big congrats to you. Thank you. So... I love that story. Your parents obviously had some great money conversations with you. And I love the fact that you at one point had to, I don't know, I think you were about 14 years of age, where you bought the clothes. So they gave you, I think they gave you an allowance and you bought the clothes. You were responsible for that. So if you went and bought too many shirts and you didn't have enough socks or anything, that was the mistake and you had to figure out how to solve that, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, that was such a, such a, I think a smart move on my parents. Absolutely. Part made, I, I think that one thing that parents miss, um, when trying to, well, I think there's a couple of things, but I think, I think a lot of adults don't feel qualified to educate their teens about personal finance because maybe they're not handling their finances the best. So they're like, Oh, how am I supposed to teach my kid to do that? The other thing I don't think they do is give their teen any kind of real responsibility And that's where I think that the teen is going to learn. So me having that responsibility of having to purchase all my own clothes really taught me that, you know, like I got, I think I got like maybe $75 a month for my allowance and I had my debit card and I could, I could spend that money on whatever I wanted. And for, there was a couple of times I remember that I went and saw a couple of movies with my friends or bought too many Starbucks drinks. And then when (laughs) it came time for me to buy new clothes, I didn't have as much as I needed, but that was on me you know? Um, And so it really, it really did help me learn just even how to work a budget and make sure that I had, I was putting enough aside that I needed to be able to purchase the clothes that I, I would need.
0: So that was basically the, so they gave you the allowance and your responsibility was the clothes. There wasn't anything else that you were responsible for or it was just that? I'm just curious.
1: It was, yeah, it was just mainly the clothes. Of course. I mean, that also that that allowance also included any kind of if I wanted to buy something or, or go out with friends or anything mm-hmm. like that, that was that was my responsibility as well. But um, no, it was just the clothes.
0: OK, perfect. I, lo- I just didn't know with cell phones and stuff if you had to do that. I'm, yeah. I'm no, I mean, of course, as
1: I got older, obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be turning 21 um, mm-hmm. next month. And so, of course, as I got older, you know, those responsibilities, of course, did transfer over over to me. But at that time, it was just, it was just the clothes.
0: Right. And I love that you mentioned that adults don't feel qualified and giving the teen that responsibility. I know I'm one, I'm raising my hands up high. You can't see that. But, and I teach personal finance for women. So it's for me to teach my teen, I, it's not that I have difficulty, but you're right. I don't give him enough responsibility. And that's something that I know I need to work on. So for example, last Summer, he went to Europe, and that was like the test for me. I'm like, Have I talked to him enough? (laughs) Uh, Because it was like he knew he had a certain amount of money. We kind of talked, we just kind of broke it down in terms of days, like daily spending, and not to go over that. And he can kind of gauge how much money. And I'm like, What if, because I was traveling uh, that summer uh, too, and I'm like, What if he runs out of money? Yeah, (laughs) those type of things, but it worked out fine. But it was definitely a big test for me personally as a parent. As have I done my job up to now? So I passed, (laughs) Uh, but there's definitely more work. And I really love the idea of of giving them more responsibility and really implementing that because that's something that I don't do enough of. So yeah. So what would you say would be your top three tips uh, for parents of? Teaching their child stuff that you felt went a long way with you, or that you have learned has really made a difference to for teens.
1: Um, I think that the first thing parents need to do is, is set their kids up with some kind of budget. I've used the envelope system, so that's basically just it's a cash-based system where. You have physical envelopes that you've written, um, you know, spending or savings or clothes, whatever categories on. And then, um, you know, you, you take your money and you divvy it out between those envelopes. That's something that I think that every teen should be doing. And I mean, I know like the whole like, you know allowance or no allowance thing is that a big discussion between parents of whether that not they should do that for their kids or whether their kids should have to like do chores for allowance or stuff like that so whatever whatever you want to do i believe that parents should give their teens especially their especially their younger kids and younger teens an allowance so that they are getting money that they can then experience handling and experience mm-hmm. using those envelopes um, and learn how to budget that money. Uh, I think that that's so critical. I think a lot of parents, you know, miss out on that by not giving their kids any, or they do give their kids an allowance, but then don't teach them how to manage that money. Like give, use that as a way to educate them on how to, on how to handle it. Um, I, I think that another thing that is important for parents to teach their kids is is really the the tracking of every dollar, if they're going to use the envelope system. And this is something that I teach teens when I go out and teach personal finance classes, is that every dollar you get has to go through an envelope. Like you can't just be like, oh, I have this $5. I'm going to go spend it whatever like no, like you have to sit down. And even if you know what you're going to spend that $5 on, like it's got to hit an envelope before you spend it. And I think that's really important for and just helps ingrain in the mind. And I I think this goes for anyone, teens or adults, ingrains in your mind that you have to think about what you are spending your money on Mm -hmm. and you have to be purposeful with it. Because I know if I have cash just floating around in my purse, it just disappears. But if you're thinking about it and being purposeful with it, that really, really helps. And that's something that I think um, really needs to be taught the teens is just like you've got to think about this and you've got to be purposeful with it. Um, you can't just go and and blow blow all your money off um, and then I think the third thing is just is just giving that real responsibility. I mean, you can sit and tell anybody all day long, oh, this is what you need to do, this is what you need to do, but until you actually give them a chance to do it, i don't I think that's where people really really learn, and I think that it's important for parents to also let their Kids fail. Let let them make mistakes. Don't try to manage them so much that they aren't actually getting to make any mistakes with their money, because I also think that's another way that you learn. And like I said before, what better what better place to learn than when you're a teen, you're still at home, there's not a lot on the line, like let them make some mistakes and, and learn from that.
0: Right. And there's I don't know if it's the same, but I heard actually something recently where, of course, as as parents, it's hard for our kids to see our kids either hurt or if they fail that type of thing. But it was said, I can't remember the exact words, but it was something to let them fall and just be there to help them. And pick them up. Right. No. So it was just so it just kind of it hit me. I'm like, okay, let me think because as a parent, I am that parent. <laughs> I don't want to see my kid hurt. Uh, it's just a normal, normal way. That's, that's our normal way of thinking. So um, but yeah, I definitely agree. You have to allow them and it's like the perfect timing for them to learn to fail to pick themselves up and learn from those mistakes. I love that. Thanks for sharing that. So I want to know more a little bit about you. What would you say you do well with money?
1: I think that sometimes I think people don't give themselves enough credit, especially like if you're struggling with your finances and you don't have your money in order. um, It can be a very daunting task to try to start fixing it because you think that like, oh, I've got to fix all of this and it's got to be perfect. And I've got to, you know, do X, Y, and Z and the list just goes on and on and on. But I, I mean, I think that even just having a budget and trying to stick to it, like if you're there, like I think you're already winning. Um, And so that's something that I think myself, so I'm not perfect with my money every day, but the fact that like I have a system, I have a plan and I do my best to stick to it. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm winning by doing that. Um, And another thing that I think I do well with my money is really focusing on saving. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I save more than half of of what I make, you and, go. That's awesome. Yeah, and I and I love I love doing that, and I feel such a sense of accomplishment doing that. Even though I know, like, okay, like I could have a lot more money for to spend on whatever I wanted, or to go, or to travel, or to go on, you know, go out to dinner and stuff like that. But I'm purposely choosing to put that money aside for my future, um, and that's not always easy. Sometimes I'm like, ugh, like yeah. I would. <laughs> rather do for things now. But I know in the long run, I'm going to be happier having that money saved up.
0: Right, right. And I love that you brought up that you may not be perfect with mon- money all the time. But the progress that you're making, uh, the system that you have that that's a win, because I'm all about celebrating wins, big, small, whatever it is, because I think acknowledging that, like you said, that not enough people acknowledge that is what really propels you forward and motivates you, keep you motivated. Because if you don't celebrate even this, even let's say, I don't know, some uh, win that you may think is insignificant, it's not going to make you feel good. (laughs) You're going to feel worse about yourself. And therefore, you're not going to be excited to take more action uh, towards those goals. So I love that you acknowledge that. And what would you say is your proudest money moment?
1: So, um,
0: I was thinking about I was thinking about this question, and I I really. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. I was proud of myself.
1: I, I worked very hard when I was fifteen to save up a $1,000 emergency fund. And I was thinking about that. And like, I don't remember feeling like particular, like, I mean, like I knew like I was proud of myself for saving that money, but like at that time I wasn't like, yeah, I'm so awesome. I'm super proud of myself for saving up this money. Um, but let me, and just like, okay, let me back up and tell you a story really quick. Um, So just recently in the past couple months, I've been having so much car trouble, just like everything with my Mm. car. Um, so I, I, took it in, um, probably at the end of November, just for a normal routine oil change and stuff like that. And the mechanic told me that I was going to need to have my brake pads replaced and that, um, that was going to be like about yeah, 450 a Good. Yeah, it's a good chunk. <laughs> $450 to do that. And I was like, oh, okay, that's expensive. But like, you know, I put aside money to take care of things like this for my car. So it was no big deal. I knew I was going to be able to cover it. Um, and then a couple weeks later, I was backing out of my driveway, and someone had decided to park their truck on the other side of the street right behind my driveway, oh. and I didn't see it. And so I'm rolling out of my driveway at about three miles an hour and back into their car. Um, and you wouldn't think that backing into someone's car at three miles an hour. It makes
0: an impact, yeah.
1: <laughs> so there's a victim in my car, there's victim in his his driver's side door and, you know, again, like I was, I was so frustrated with myself. I was like, I can't believe I did that. I have insurance. It wasn't going to be that big of a deal, but then the guy decides to call the cops um, and the cop gets there and talks to me for about 20 seconds and then writes me a ticket for $164 for backing, mm. out, of, backing out of my driveway at wow. three miles.
0: I was Crazy. like,
1: seriously, come on. <laughs> um, And so now I've got to pay to have, Uh, you know, my, my bumper fixed, I've got to pay for this ticket. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, all the time I spent sitting at the courthouse trying to pay for my ticket. And then I actually, um, just this past weekend finally got around to doing the driving school I had to take to get the points taken off my license. And that cost me like 50 bucks to have to do that anyways. So, and then I still have to have my my um brake pads replaced and i'm just like i'm losing it i'm freaking out i'm like i do not have the money to take care of this and then it it dawned on me and i remembered. i was like hey like i have an emergency fund
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: that's what this is for and that that was the moment that like i was really proud of (laughs) me for working so hard and saving up that money because i was i was getting i remember i was sitting um in my living room with my mom after I had backed into this guy's car. And I remember just the anxiety I was feeling. And I was like on the verge of crying. I was like, I cannot afford to take care of all of this. What am I supposed to do? And then I was like, Oh yeah, my emergency fund. And all of that stress just went away because I knew I, like I had it covered. It was going to be fine. And I was like, man, if I could go back in time and high five my 15 year old, (laughs) because I, Pretty
0: awesome. <laughs> that is. It is. And I can't tell you enough how often that how much the emergency funds have really saved us because they're there for a reason. And,
1: yes. and
0: yeah, I, I always trust, always build an emergency fund, start with one month start, you know, I know Dave Ramsey speaks about $1,000, whatever is feasible, start you if, having something there in there is better than having nothing at all. And that okay. little something, whatever it is, is going to help uh, exactly. and alleviate that stress. So that is awesome. I love that. And how about uh, money related apps? What is your favorite one?
1: So I talked about the envelope system, um, which is what I use to budget my money uh, until I was about 18. Uh, And then I switched over to using an app called Good Budget, which Mm -hmm. is basically digital envelopes. Uh, And so I think that I think it's really important for teens to use the actual cash system with the physical envelopes. And I did that for so long just because I think there's a there's a huge difference between dealing with cash and swiping a debit card. And I think that it's really important for teens or anyone who's just learning to budget. Like, I think you need to start with the cash system and and learn that and actually physically see the money going in and out of your envelopes. But what I love about this good budget app and, and why it's been so helpful, I mean, obviously, as I got older and just had more expenses uh, and was dealing with, you know, I had more income, so I was dealing with more cash. It was just easier for me to switch to a digital system. But what I love about it is that I don't get caught in that. Oh, I'm just swiping my debit card and not thinking about it. Because every time I swipe my debit card and make a purchase, I have to go into the app. Say I buy a new shirt at Target, I have to go into the app, into my clothing envelope, and I have to put that. I, that. Have to, I have to take that money out of that envelope right then and there.
0: Mm. And
1: so it's still forcing me to think about it. And it's just a great way to keep track of everything um, and kind of see where you're at with your money and, and segregate everything out. So I'm pretty sure that you can, and this is a good option for teens, is that you can get 10 envelopes for free and um, with this app and, and have 10 free envelopes. Uh this is what my mom uses to budget all of her finances as well and she has like 40 envelopes and i think it's like i think it might be like $5 a month or it might be like $46 for the whole year to get unlimited envelopes mm-hmm. but it's been a really it's been a really great tool for for me to use um and it's really nice if i'm you know going out or wanna buy something i can just po- open up my app really quick and see like oh okay i have you know 50 bucks in my spending envelope so i can I can afford to do this and those kinds of things.
0: Right, right. That's awesome. I hadn't, I hadn't heard of that one. So, I appreciate you sharing that. Now, speaking, you mentioned something that I think is important. You mentioned that teens should definitely start with a ca- cash envelope system just to really get a feel for money. So, mm-hmm. when you work with teens, because uh, you teach classes and do all those things. How do you address that? Because nowadays, everything's virtual, everything's digital, everything's online. So how do you do you have any resistance towards that? If so, how do you overcome that?
1: You know, I really I don't actually okay. at all. It's not something I've experienced, because when I go in and, and talk to these teens, um I, I teach them this, this envelope system and then I physically give them envelopes and they, we sit down right there and they fill out their envelopes and get to take them home to use it. Mm-hmm. And I just say, I, I just say, Hey, like this is, this is what I, this is what I did when I was a teen to budget my money and I'm going to teach you how to do it. And I think, I think for a lot of teens, I mean, yes, everything is digital, digital. Um, but I think a lot of teens, especially younger kids, they're dealing with cash Um, and they not necessarily even have a bank account or a debit card or anything like that. Um, now I just taught a a class to probably about a hundred students last there this past weekend. And I did have one of the girls raise her hand and say like, Hey, like I use a debit card. Like, what am I supposed to do if I, you know, use a debit card? And I said, I told her all about good budget and how she could get set up there. And it's basically the same concept. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I really do think that it is more valuable for the kids to be dealing with that cash. Um, even if you have a part time job, like I, I I think that kids are probably cashing those checks. Um, and so I, I think that that's a really good, a good system for them to use. Um, and I think they learn a lot more that way.
0: True, true. I see where you're coming from. So how about who would you say influenced you the most? And the area of money, because I know your parents seem to have a good have had a big influence on you. Would you say them or or someone else?
1: Yeah, I would definitely say my parents growing up and then and then my mom, um, especially as I was getting into my teen years um, and after my parents divorce, uh, I really feel like that's when we started having just a lot of conversations um, as she was trying to get her finances back in order. And um, that's when I really felt like I started learning a a lot from her. And when I really felt like she was, um, coming to me and, and she was starting those conversations saying like, Hey, like this is a mistake I made this many years ago that I'm having to, that I'm having to fix now. Let's talk about that. And you're going to kind of get to learn with me as I'm, as I'm going through this. Um, and so, yeah, I would definitely say my mom was a huge, huge help to me and a huge influence. Well, she did great
0: because look at what you're doing now. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. So high five your mom when you see her. <laughs> How about your favorite money guru celebrity? Who would you say that is?
1: I think that I would have to say Dave Ramsey, probably just because he he also kind of inspired, you know, this whole this whole journey for me. Um, I know a lot of personal finance bloggers, maybe don't like him as much, or or think that his methods are are too simple or whatever. And I don't agree with everything that he teaches. But I think that he's helped a lot of people. He definitely inspired me to start this project. Um, And I just I know so many people who have, you know, gone through his courses or read his books that have completely changed and and turned their lives around um, from what they've learned from him. And I, I just think that's really incredible.
0: Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Well, this has been great. I really, really appreciate everything that you have shared. So as you know, this podcast is all about making money simple and taking control of it. So how would you finish this sentence? Her money matters because.
1: I would say her money matters because being purposeful with your money as a team means you can be more generous financially as an adult. And I think that that's something that's really important to me um, and and trying to be purposeful and saving my money and reaching my goals so that when I'm older, I can, I can do for other people because I think that that's, that's so important. And really, and really what it's all about is it's hard to have a joyful life when you're not doing for other people.
0: Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you so much. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I enjoyed chatting with Eva. And I wanted to chat a little bit more about and hopefully give you some inspiration and motivation around having that confidence uh, in talking with your kids about money. I know as a parent, I'll share with you in a little bit just my struggles uh, that I've had even when I do what I do for a living I'm serious so but first I want to give a quick shout out for all of those who have participated in my free calls free coaching calls that I gave away as part of celebrating the 100 episodes reaching that milestone in the podcast. So it's been such a joy. I can't express enough talking and connecting with you. And I really, really have learned so much from you. So thank you so much for those who have participated, for those who filled out the survey. It's really, really helpful for me. Now, in regards to today, Eva definitely gave some great tips, which I couldn't agree with more. And again, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about having more confidence and hopefully give you some inspiration. If you're struggling with this, I'll give you some motivation because again, I have struggled with this. And again, even with what I do for a living. So I want to encourage you that it does not matter the mistakes that you make. It's what you have learned from them that you can pass on. So it doesn't matter if you have gotten into this deep credit card debt. It's what you talk to your kids about is what you have learned about it. They can learn from your mistakes. They can learn from the things that you wish you hadn't done. So don't carry on the shame. Don't carry on the guilt, but rather talk about the lessons learned and they can gain so much from that. So I encourage you to do so. I also encourage you to tap into the resources that are available for you and your teen our guest, Eva, being one of those, she runs a uh, financial blog for teens. So definitely tap into those type of resources that can help you. There's a lot of resources out there, these games, there's things that you can share with them and not just teens, but uh, just your if you have other kids that are not teens as well. So I encourage you to tap in. There's so much out there uh, and uh, tap into those. If you have questions on like, some, things that I would recommend. I'll actually link to a page that I've linked before in another episode where it's a page where you can, depending on the age, it'll give you age-appropriate activities, uh, ideas, suggestions that you can do with your kids that will help you teach them about money. So definitely I'll make sure to link that up. And also I wanted to make sure to relate to you that The important thing here when talking to your teen is to do something. It's not about, you're not going to harm anything. You're not going to mess things up. Have faith in yourself. And I also wanted to share a little bit of like my own struggles now with our kids. I have no problem with talking to them about money. I That is something I can do easily. My struggles for me has, have been around. It's my perfectionism. I, and I struggle with that. I, even though I feel like I've gotten better, there's some days that I'm like, Oh, this is my per- perfectionism striking again. And one of those things is with deciding whether or not to give them an allowance. <laughs> that is one thing that has for me has all benefits, has its pros, it has its cons. on like, what you, uh, give them the, what the definition of what the allowance is for, what it doesn't entail. So I've struggled a lot around that. And I've seen how me, the perfectionist, if you will, by not making those decisions, it, I have seen them not struggle, but I have seen the downside to them to it in terms of like, especially like with my teen, he does things fairly well with money. He knows, you know, knows how to use a cash and credit card. He knows those, the math type things. But as far as managing and making those decisions, I think it could be better. But, and I think it's just because I, we have my perfectionism has not allowed me to at this time, still even decide uh, to give them uh, some sort of allowance where they can fall flat on their face, make the mistakes, and learn from those. So it's something that uh, for me, like I said, even in what I do on a day-to-day basis, I struggle with. So I, I share that with you so you know that you can't mess things up. It doesn't matter what you have done that you feel are the mistakes or the things that you feel the shame for, don't internalize those, but instead use those experiences to teach your kids those lessons. So I encourage you to do that because it's just so important. It's important for you. Someone has to talk to them about money. The schools aren't doing enough at this point, unless you live in some states where it is a requirement. And even then, I don't know if it is enough. It depends on how maybe it's a week or two in the whole school year that they teach about finances. So again, just it it is up to you to talk to them. It's uh, I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to figure out a way that works for you. It doesn't have to be scary. And they will be be so appreciative uh, to you when you take that time. So That is what I'll let have today, and I want to thank Eva for joining us, for sharing her story, for sharing her tips. I think it has been definitely valuable. You can uh, check out Eva over at teensgotsense.com, and I will be sure to link up that link in the show notes over at jenhempill.com forward slash 105. Now, if this episode has been super valuable for you, I do encourage you to share with someone that you would you know would benefit. So definitely, it's easy to share. If you're listening from the phone, if you're listening on the computer, wherever you're listening from, uh, it's definitely easy to uh, either share, hit a share link, copy the uh, link itself, uh, and text it, email it, however you want to share to those that you care about. And I want to also remind you that I do Facebook Lives each Friday at 2 p.m. on the business page on Facebook. And then uh, in that Facebook Live, we just continue the conversation from the episode of that week. And I also do Facebook lives at this moment at every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern. These are Eastern Standard Times, just FYI, if I hadn't mentioned that, in our Facebook group. So I hope to see you on there and connect with you. And thanks again for listening. And I will talk again with you next Thursday.